Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. You pull up to Mirabar. Hello, fellow dwarf. We bring some refugees. Are we able to uh, bring them here? Yeah, absolutely. And we're pretty sure none of them are Onis anymore. (laughs) You see a friend of yours from the Fist of the Iron Dawn, Leonid. Flint. How have you been? I've been fantastic. How have you been? And after a few meads, Glory Gem, he leans in and he says, Flint, for for old time's sake, could I get you to do a little job for me? Uh, well, I guess that all depends on the job there, Glory Gem. It's just a delivery of a package. And in fact, it's got to go back to Luskin. So really... It's on your way. But we are going there anyway, so maybe, Thea, you can, uh, like, magicize it, see if that tells us anything. Yep, you all pass out. And, Thea, you are awoken in the night. And you wake up, and there is a half-dragon standing over top of Flint with a large sword, raising it in the air. Glory Gem comes running into the room. He screams at you guys to run, and the entire front facade is torn off by a young blue dragon. I quickly put my shit on and run. Yeah, yeah, I grab you guys my, coming? <laughs> my satchel and and boot scoot out of there. The dragon flies up into the air and begins to chase you. You see the dragon circling overhead. After a little while, it looks like it gives up. And you make your way back to the battle. Flint, you hear a very familiar call that says, Well, I'll be fucked. (laughs) Good to see you too. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons, a fifth edition D&D actual play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. Here with me, continuing the journey, are your adventurers playing Thea Amastasia, Amy Moore. Hey. Nulara Moonbrook is Carla Johnson. Hey! And playing Flint Firebeard is Tom Laird. Hey! <laughs> I couldn't resist. That's good, that's good. What do we want to do first? Do we want to roll a d20 first, or do we want to talk about our characters first? Let's talk about our characters. Let's see what we got going on before we sure, get yeah. into the so slappity last, slap. Yeah, last time you guys got enough XP based on some things you did. To level up to level nine. So well, let's start with uh, let's start with Thea. What did Thea get? Oh, oh, you guys, I got good stuff. I got mass cure wounds. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, good one. Yep, it is a good one because I can cure anybody within a thirty foot six creatures in a thirty foot radius of me. Heal three d eight plus my <gasps> spell casting ability mod. So. That's pretty awesome. That's nice. amazing. I also got Conjure Minor Elementals. So that's a big, like, that has a lot to do. Russ needs to, like, look stuff up when I decide to conjure something because he chooses. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you didn't um, tell me I had homework? You, yeah. I'm based sorry. on your homework? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, so I can essentially conjure uh, Earth, Air, Fire, or Water Elemental. 
and it comes and it fights with us and has its own like set of skills and stuff. It's in the monster manual. Do you have to like pick which one you always conjure or can you no, call upon I any of them? I can call upon any one of them. Oh. Uh, but I can find the difference between an elemental and a minor elemental. Well, if you had told me this before we got here. <laughs> I had a lot going on. It's been a I busy week. I had a week. really crazy week. It has been. It's true. Uh, anyway, uh, I can conjure one of these at uh, two or lower, or two of these at one or lower, or three of these at a quarter or lower, or four of these at an eight or lower. I don't know what any of this means. Pretty excited about it, though. They do, like, the massive ratings. amounts of damage and stuff. So, And they just, like, fight with us. And then I think... I think that was all I got. I oh, I haven't. I couldn't figure out how to do my hit points. That's not something I should have been left alone to do. Mm. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I don't know how to like figure out how many more hit points I get. You get your a hit die plus your Constitution modifier. Oh, okay, well that's easy. Let's go with new Lara. Uh, okay, I learned a couple new spells as well. Even though I essentially never use spells except to go invisible and lay down, <laughs> but. You know, because that's like Thea's jam. She's real good at it. Thanks. But I do have some. I got Windwall, which Thea also has, but it's one of the best ones available to me because mine are all nature related, right? As a ranger. So mm-hmm. I can create a, a great big wall of wind and hurt people with it or blow away fog or smoke or, you know, things impeding our sight. Uh, I also got one that kind of makes me Jesus because it is called... <laughs> Is it called Jesus? It's called Water Walk. So we can, all of us, um, like me plus 10 friends. But don't worry, guys. I only have two friends. It's you. Um, (laughs) Yay. We can uh, walk over any liquid as if it is solid ground. So this is, in addition to water, things like acid, mud, snow, lava, and quicksand. Just walk right on over. No problem. Sweet. So that's a good one. Uh, and of course, yeah, I, we leveled up and I got some more hit points and all that stuff. So I'm real strong now. Just kidding. I'm not strong at all compared to Flint. <laughs> what, what is your, what's your hit points at now? 87. Oh, I'm at 63. Nice. So you can feel real good about yourself. I don't know why my hit points are so low. 112. 112. Wow. Um, but Thea, it's because you're the most powerful of us. No, but, right? like, but I can get hit Flint's super easy because my armor is really low and my hit points are really low. Maybe you need to find someone who can make you better armor. Oh, maybe I need to find someone who can make me better armor. (laughs) I'm not going to drop you guys hints anymore. (laughs) Well, I don't know what's possible within the realm of this, but I I have an idea of what's going on with my plot point. (laughs) I go to a blacksmith and tell him to make me armor. Yeah, sure, you can do that no matter what. But the armor is like super crazy awesome armor that's really thin and light, but... Ups my armor class to like a 16 or mm. something like that. Mm. Or something interesting. That would be. All right. Flint. Uh, yeah, being a uh, straight ahead great weapon fighter, uh, not much happened with my level up. I got some HP, which is always welcome. Uh, I did learn one new skill called Indomitable, uh, which allows me to re-roll a failed save. Ooh. Oh. That's nice. Uh, that's about it. Then let's. Oh, all- wait, oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh uh, more. Donnie got a new hat. Nice. Fantastic. I made him a little hat. <laughs> Sweet. 
<laughs> so, you know, that's important. Stop everything. The pseudo dragon got a new I hat. wanted him to have something new. Everybody's leveling up. He's still, like, just hanging out. Oh, I'm a pseudo dragon. Now he's got a little hat. I did nothing for guacamole. I'll have to think about that. What, uh, what color is the hat? I want to visualize it. It's kind of like, uh, like a trucker hat. Because oh, okay. at first he thought he'd get it ironically, but now he's just kind of into it. Like he's actually just genuinely likes it. So it's a dragon trucker hat. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, good. Good for Donnie. Yeah, sorry. I'm done interrupting. Now. No, that's okay. Uh, roll a d20. All of us or? Everybody. I got a three. I got a two. <laughs> Solid one. Are you kidding? No, you didn't. <laughs> Without a lie, I will text you a picture right now. Shit. Well, guys, this is gonna be real good. Hey, that was a three, two, one. Do we get any bonuses for that? Like a flush? Yeah, that's a straight. A, it's yeah. a straight, exactly. This is a small straight. Bonus. You still get to tell everybody what happened uh, last week, plus a little overarching of everything that's going on. Yeah, you. You won. Oh, I won with the. You three. won with your three. This is bullshit. I'm just gonna read you my notes. Don't read the notes as per <laughs> uh, they are please, last time. Please uh, read the notes. Because that's exactly the same. Please read the notes. So we ended up getting to the city of... Hold on. Wait. Wait for it. It's in my head. No. Wait. It's in there. Not Little Rock. We came from Little Rock and we're going to... Um, give me the first letter. M. Mirabar. Yeah. Okay. So we get to Mirabar and they let us in and we have all these refugees and with a quick, not at all political background check, uh, they allow them to come into um, the city for refuge. <laughs> we then decide to go to a pub, the something panda pub. Righty and a panda hut. Righty and a panda hut. And we realized it's very similar to Pizza Hut. Uh, but they were no pandas actually to be eaten there, which we were fairly happy about. While we were there, we met Leonin Glory Jim. And he, that's where we met him, right? No, we didn't meet him there. Russ is he, very upset he, with me. Well, he took you there. Oh, oh, he took us there. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, he took us there, yeah. Right. Uh, he took us to the Radiana Panda Hut. And after a few drinks, he, and talking with Flint because they go way back or part of the same what was it the uh hand mercenary of the group. mercenary yeah. company yeah you guys yeah. are that's right the fits of the iron dawn right mm -hmm. that's okay so after having a few and catching up and talking leonin opens up and says you know flint hey can you carry this package for us and we talked it over and decided yes we can do that and deliver it back um back to luskin luskin thank you so we decided we would take it back. We were supposed to deliver it to Geraldo Agrin, but um, we think it's pretty sketchy, so we're going to get a Macoth to check it out for us first. So we say, yeah, sure, um, we'll take your box. And we do. And there's a sword and an amulet inside that he tells us, and through um, a spell, I found out that it's all, like, super magic and stuff. So we go to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> The bed. There's only one. <laughs> the singular one. bed. It's a family bed. And yeah, we all sleep together, right? With like, yeah. And We're then there's a giant close. feather over our mouths and we go, ha, 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 ha. 
<laughs> and it blows up in the, right like that's one, how I oh, yeah. like one communal feather like one big feather one each one oh each. one each okay mm-hmm. oh, I was hoping we'd have to sink our breathing to make the feather go <laughs> and I am awoken I don't know because I heard a sound and there's a half dragon over top of Flint about to do some nasty business so we <laughs> I need to word that better really bad. <laughs> it does a half dragon over top of Flint uh, about to murder him in his sleep. So I jump up and the fighting begins. And before we can get anywhere to figuring out why these people are trying to kill us and people, these half dragons and whatever, uh, half the building comes down and there's a young blue dragon that's just there and angry. So uh, Leonin runs in and tells us to run. And we do. And we do a lot of fun skill checks along the way, like throwing chickens and doves up at this dragon that's chasing us. And then we hide into different nooks and crannies and eventually go down into the sewers and we get away from him and he flies back. And uh, we head back to help out with the fight, but everyone is gone and the Fist of the Iron Dawn seems to have handled the situation. And yeah, that's just kind of where we're at. That's great. Good rundown. Thanks. It's a really good thing I took notes last time, you guys. It really helped. <laughs> and you're right. It's good I didn't read it verbatim. These notes suck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good you took notes, but they're bad notes. They are. They are. Yeah. So you guys get back to the the hotel. Um, and yes, the Fist of the Iron Dawn is looking like it has cleaned up a lot of these these human and, and other humanoid type uh, attackers, but Flint, you hear that gruff voice yell from across the yard something to the effect of, I thought I told you never to come back. And you see your old colonel from the Fist of the Iron Dawn, Maremrus Solax. And he is uh, walking towards you quite uh, speedily uh, for a stout dwarf. Um, and he doesn't look uh, look so happy with you and says, clearly these guys were after you. What are you doing here? And what is all this? Solax, your beard's looking a little thin there, bud. Oh, fuck you, Firebeard. <laughs> I'm not happy to see you. I guess the dragon was after us. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. We, we got asked if we could take a package back to Luskin. And then this dragon showed up and all the shit hit the fan. What do you mean, take a package back to Luskin? Who asked you to take a package back to Luskin? Glory Jam asked us to. He uh, gives you a side glance and then yells, Glory Jam, get over here! And uh, Leonin comes over and he looks at the package and he looks back at Glory Jam. He said, you were supposed to deliver that to Luskin. And then Glory Jam, I'm just going to fucking talk to myself now. God damn it. <laughs> this is working out better and than I could have imagined. This it. really is. And then Glory Jim says, well, I mean, it, I was just trying to, you know, speed up. They were headed that way. I mean, me it's and- all right. We told them we were going to Luskin. So we thought we could do it for them. It's no big deal. Solax grabs it from you and takes it from you. And he says, if I can't trust you, Glory Jim, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. And he starts walking away, carrying the box. And you are left standing with Leonin. Sorry, dude. Says, uh, well, I'm, I was kind of hoping that when I told you guys to run, you would just keep, keep going and not come back. 
but that's fine. We thought you guys might have needed help. Yeah, we're coming to help you kill the dragon. You're welcome. I, I greatly appreciate it. But there's, and he starts to whisper a little bit. There's some, there's some things going on that I was hoping that you would just kind of help and figure out without me having to tell them to you. Well, when that dragon showed up, it kind of screwed that plan up. Yep. Yep. Sure did. Sure did. So why don't you tell us now? I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you here. But what, what I, what you could probably shed some light on. And he pulls a, a piece of paper out from a pocket and he hands it over to you and it's sort of a wanted type poster doesn't say wanted but it's the same kind of just has a a picture of each of you three hey we're famous with a bounty on it thea scoffs at how they've portrayed her in the picture Uh, looks nothing like me and it is written from the cult of the dragon those sons of bitches. I would really like to meet the dragon cult artist that fucked up my beard so badly. <laughs> I know. This picture's not flattering. I don't know, I dudes. I think mine looks pretty good. Leonin says, so, like, how how deep into this are you guys? Elbow deep, my friend. Pretty deep. Well, if they're sending dragons after you, like, I, I you guys should, we're going to clean up this mess here. You guys go do whatever you do. Meet me at the Radiana Panda Hut, and I'll I'll tell you what I think is going on and see if you can help, being that you guys are clearly in the mix of all this. He walks off and uh, goes back to cleaning up the, uh, helping clean up the mess of, of bodies that was left um, after the battle. What do you guys want to do for a few hours? I want Flint to tell us why his friends are such dinks. They ask yeah. us to do stuff. They get mad. They say that dragons are after us. How do we even know that dragon was after us? Well, I was thinking maybe that dragon's after that fucking box. Exactly. Exactly. Well, if you remember, I left these guys because they weren't my friends. Yeah, no, fair enough. I know. Yeah. We're cool. I, I didn't mean to sound accusatory. Well, all right then. <laughs> so we're all, we're all cool? Yeah, we good. Okay. So, uh, you guys want to go have a nap or something? Because we got our sleeps interrupted last night. I don't know what you guys want to do. <laughs> well, I was hoping that maybe we could go and find some sort of, like, blacksmith, armory type place that could give me some new armor. Hey, we met that guy when we were down in the tunnel, remember? We did. There was that guy. Yeah, that guy. Let's go find him, see what we can get. <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. Bless you. Was that an in-game scene? Wait, yeah, was that in-game? I meant... <laughs> oh, I don't know. I should have uh, maybe switched uh, the you. sound if it was... Yeah. Bless you, is what I meant. Bless you. Thanks, guys. All right, let's go see this dude. Okay. You know, we can't do Russ anything. Russ here. is peeing. Yeah. Oh, all right. We can totally tell this story ourselves. Yeah, we can. We walk over to the street that we were on and go through the storefront. Mm-hmm. And, and no one's in there. I am riveted. So, yeah, we need Russ. <laughs> 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 and then we walk in. And it's silent. Hello? Anybody here? <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. Hi, sir. Do, do you remember us? Yes. You you brought the... No, no. Dra- that, no, no. <laughs> that has not been proven. No. Those are, those are wild allegations. Okay, but uh, I mean, we, I, when I met you, there was a dragon. You. Yeah, it's true. true. We, we saved warned you there was a dragon. I get it. I get it. Some might uh, say you owe us. I mean, did you want no warning? 
No, no, I, I mean, I appreciate the order. I just, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, last time I saw you, there was a dragon. Yeah, a bit of a negative association, I understand. Yeah. Fair enough. So, no dragons this time? No, no, that dragon's gone. Okay. Well, welcome to my shop. What can I do for you? Uh, I look around the shop and I see that he does, like, really good, like, intricate work. And I say to him, I'm looking for better armor, lighter, but stronger. Can you do that? Uh, well, what are you, what are you wearing right now? Hide armor. <laughs> I knew that. Russ was looking at me like she doesn't even know what kind of armor she's wearing. I'm going to throw this curveball at her and she's not going to be able to answer. Said, well, you've come into the best dwarven blacksmith this side of where dwarves live. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mountain? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am uh, Patrick. So, Patrick, what can you do for me? Well, I can, uh, I can whip you up some fine dwarven armor. It's very, very light. I'll use the highest quality steel that, you know, we can find here. Shouldn't hinder you. Um, as far as weight goes, really, it, it should be, well, hide armor. It's definitely going to be way better than your hide armor. It's going to cost you. I move toward him and, like, touch him on the shoulder. And, and then I slowly run my hand down his beard and, like, throw <laughs> my finger in it. Oh and God. I say, I'm sure we can work something out. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, like, like, you know, the roll. I- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't want to roll. Actually, I want to use I'm my plot point. I'm gonna need you to roll a fondling check. Totally, <laughs> I, uh, a sex appeal check. <laughs> sex appeal check. Uh, I'm just gonna use my plot point, and I'm gonna right. say that he's so infatuated with me that he gives me the armor for free as a thank you for for saving for giving him warning on the dragon too. Says, well, uh, kind lady, I. Uh, what's your name? Thea. 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 You. You guys. I caress his beard some more. Well, <laughs> this, is, this is making me uncomfortable. I'm also it's making me uncomfortable. She's like, <laughs> I'm making so many hand gestures. She's got hand gestures below my chin like she's just squeezing balls. <laughs> I don't know how to caress a beard. There, I've admitted it. There, it's public knowledge now. God damn it. Fine, I could give it to you for free. Oh, aren't you the sweetest? <sighs> And give him a kiss right on the cheek. <laughs> I mean, we have money. We can pay him. <laughs> I don't want to. If, if Thea can't get things for free because of her sex appeal, what does she even have going for her? I mean, Besides being super badass and all the kicking and punching. I mean, my 12 children are going to eat this month, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I give him a hug and I drop a, like a bag of, of gold into his back pocket thing, whatever he's wearing. I imagine them all in kilts, and I'm not sure why. Skirts. N- you know. <laughs> it's not a formal well, occasion. He's, a Smith. So he's, he's probably got an apron on. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Okay, to the back pocket of his apron, I drop. Like, I don't know, whatever is the appropriate amount of gold. But I just want to feel like sure. I got it for free, and then sure. I'm just doing this to yeah, be nice. It's just a power move. Well, okay, you tell me how much you drop in there, then. What? I'm going to totally, oh, and he's going to be like, well, I was only going to charge you <laughs> half that. Um, I Drop him like wait fifty gold pieces. <laughs> I don't know how much. Ma- how much was he gonna charge me to begin with? I He's don't know. Not gonna tell fifty you. gold. Okay, perfect. Um, so he says, "Well, yeah, I can do you up your armor here. It's gonna take me a couple days. Is that okay? Are you guys hanging around here?" I I turn back to my 
travel mates. If it takes a couple days, it takes a couple days. That'd be really great not to be almost dead again. He takes your measurements and he says, yeah, a couple days, come on back and I'll have it ready for you. If there's anything you guys need sharpened or, or fixed up, your armor-wise, I'd be happy to do that too. But uh, but yeah, up to you guys. Uh, I think we're good. I keep uh, I keep all our stuff up to date with my smithing tools. Cool, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. So you managed to waste uh, about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished, guys. Uh, yeah. I was uh, pretty serious about those naps, though. Kind of only slept for like three hours last night. Just waiting around to meet your dumb friend. What do you guys want to do? You want to go shopping? You want to eat? You want to have a nap? I think we better go have a nap. I think for all of our safety, we should probably have a nap. Do you think that there's actually an inn in this place that will take us after what happened last night? I think that we are adventurers and can just like find somewhere to sleep, honestly. Like... Go to the outskirts of town and sleep yeah. under a tree. Sounds lovely. Let's do that. You guys go have a nap for the appropriate amount of time. And then it's time to go meet Glory Gem. Make your way to the Rightiana Panda Hut. You go in. Um, it's late morning at this point. Uh, you look around the room and you see Leonin in a back back corner. There are a few other people in the place, but it's not super busy at this point. Um, and he waves you over to come sit down with him. I grab a couple ales from the barkeep on the way. Yeah, a little early for that, isn't it, bud? Hey, we just had a nap, y'all. <laughs> oh, once I have a character voice, I mean, now I'm an asshole. Hey, we just had a nap. Oh, no, so. yes, of course. That's fine. <laughs> character voice means I'm a dick now. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Oh, yes. I got it. Yeah. It's all good. You guys grab your, your ales, and you go over to the table, and he's like, you guys, you guys weren't followed, were you? Didn't check. I mean, we weren't really looking, but nobody made it obvious. Okay, okay good. Um, the package that I gave you does have the sword and the amulet in it. It's being sold to someone who I believe is in the Cult of the Dragon, which goes along with something that I've had a suspicion of, of Solax for quite a while, is that he is working with the Cult of the Dragon. I think he is trying... He's got this wizard that's been following him around a lot and working with him, kind of telling him, you know, what he needs to be doing next and following along and making sure things get done there. Um, he has a meeting with the Council of the Sparkling Stones, which is the council that runs Mirabar. I think, from what I've overheard is they're going to try and find a way to somehow charm the council, convince them or persuade them through magical uses to hand over the army that Mirabar has, the Axe of Mirabar, which has 2,000 dwarven warriors that protect Mirabar. But I think they're trying to sway Mirabar through not really up-and-up means to join the fight with the Cult of the Dragon. What's this wizard's name? Elhand Silverkin. Never heard of him. He's... <laughs> obviously, of the I, Silverkins? I mean, I mean, I know you guys know a lot of a lot of people, and I mean, you're pretty deep into this, um, but from what I hear, the Cult of the Dragon has many hands and many facets uh, and much, much control over a lot of people. Since you left Flint, Solax has been spiraling more and more out of control with the jobs he takes 
really, really leaning into whoever pays the highest, no matter the good side, bad side, run of the tracks, you know? I knew that guy was trouble. Well, yeah, a few people tried to leave after you did, but they wound up dead. A bunch of us in the group, we want to get free, but if he's got control from coming from the Cult of the Dragon, we're a little bit nervous to do so. But seeing as you guys have kind of dealt with them, I was hoping that maybe you could help free our group from his control. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, I think I have an idea what you're saying. What, got any ideas of how we can get these guys alone? Like I said, I think they've got a meeting with the council uh, later today. He's been carrying around the box with him since he took it from you. That's probably going to be on him. But getting him alone, he's got he's got the wizard that follows him around, and he also has uh, his right hand uh, right hand captain Rickus Ogre's Crush, who is a, a new newer add within the last few months to the Fist of the Iron Dawn. He pretty much has them with him at all times. So I don't know if getting them before they go to the council meeting or getting them you know, going into the council meeting and trying to sway the, or get them alone that way. Not sure exactly. Um, wait, 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 wait. What's in the box? I don't know exactly. Like, like do you think that's how they're going to try and charm the council? I think it could be something that they're going to definitely use. The amulet, from what I've heard, is an amulet of great evil cause. I don't know what it does exactly, but I know it's not good. Some people who have who handled it while trying to get it, it injured a couple people and killed one as they were trying to just even pick it up. The blade has some control over it as well, um, where it is a very powerful magical sword that they could very well be using to, uh, to bring in and through force if other means don't work. Try and make them come to their side. Okay, hold on. I have a question. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so later today, they're meeting to convince or charm the council to hand over the 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 army of Mirabar. Are they yeah. mir- meeting in Mirabar? You are. Yes. It's at the the town center. Um, they where the council meets. Okay, I thought we were in Luskin. Nope, you're still in Mirabar. Uh, no, we haven't left yet. That, you even did the recap. Well, <laughs> I don't <laughs> listen when I speak. Okay, cool. So our commute will be much easier when we uh, decide to go kill these people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which we probably should do. So let's go kill those people, Sure, eh? sounds that way. Sounds like we probably should. Uh, Flint, like, uh, you trust this guy? I have real trust issues ever since every person we try and help fucks us over, so... I love that you're saying this in front of him right now, too. Like, I feel like, like you just turned away from him like, dude. Yeah. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, I think he's, uh, he's always been on the up and up with me. I think we can trust Glory Jim. All right. Glory Jim says, thank you, and gives Nulara a bit oh, of a don't side... don't kid yourself, Glory Jim. <laughs> you're coming with us to help. Uh, yeah, well, I, I figured as much. Is there anyone else who can come to help? There are, yeah, like I said, there are a few of us within the Fist who are willing to do what we can to to stop Solax from carrying on with whatever dastardly plan he's got planned. 
hate it when dastardly people plan plans. Let's go! Are we going to stop them on the way to their meeting? Yes? That'd probably be a good idea, yeah. Before yeah. they even Kay. get in there. Let's do it. Leonin takes you to the hotel where... The Fist of the Iron Dawn is staying and points out the room where Solax is staying and also the rooms um, where the other two are. Um, he says, we've had it staked out for a little while. We're pretty sure that they're still in there. Uh, I think that Nuvara should go in and try to charm him out of the Yeah, it's pretty. That's a pretty good one, Thea. It's a pretty good one. Uh, well, I gave my suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Which uh, which room should we go in first? Um, well, I mean, the most power you're going to fight is probably from the wizard. So I figure, you know, if he's taken out sooner rather than later, it's going to be better all around for anybody fighting them. Do we want to fight them in the inn? Like, how close are they to the town center? I'd rather jump them on the street when there isn't, like, other potential allies around. Right? Because they have, like, isn't the whole militia staying there? Or the whole... Yeah. Yeah. Like, won't they have, like, other friends that will want to fight us? Or is it just these three dudes? Yeah, but we have allies in there, too, now. True. You get a rundown of the Merc group. Leonin tells you that there are probably 20 people who will be able to stand up with you and fight against them. However, there are about 45 other members who would be fighting against that they are uncertain which way they side either way. Okay. Well, I guess uh, one-on-one in uh, in in-room sounds like a better choice. Like hit all three rooms at once? Uh, Well, ideally, if we take them one at a time, they won't. No, I'm just saying I was thinking we could jump them like in an alley. But if they might have like 20 to 45 other dudes with them who are also going to fight us, probably better to just do it in this contained area. Any meeting that they've gone on to the council, they've gone by themselves, just the three of them. So if you wanting to get them the three alone, that could be a viable option as well as waiting for them to to leave, but then the three of them are together. This way is the only way we can each fight them three on one as opposed to three on three. Yes. Okay. Four on one. I'm up for just busting. Four on one. Five because of Donnie. Donnie (laughs) Okay. But if we bust in there and they, you know, raise the alarm, then we could have 45 guys coming at us. Mm -hmm. So if we wait for like a three on three or a four on three situation, or five on three because of Donnie and his new hat. Then that might that might be better served. All right, let's uh, wait outside the hotel and stalk them, and pull them into a nearby alley and, and have fisticuffs. So you wait around um, for a good two or three hours before you um, see them getting ready and leaving the hotel. And it is just the three of them that leave together, and they start to head down the street. They have the box with them? They do have the box with them. They are walking towards uh, where the council meets, which Leonin tells you is about 10 or 15 blocks away. Uh, Thea, fucking poison spray them all or something. Sneak attack style. Yeah, I can do that. Well, you're the only one probably that can, like, hurt them all 
at one time. This is also true. Flint's real tough, but you can do damage to all of them. Let's attack, like, let's go, like, six or seven blocks in, far enough away from the hotel. Mm-hmm. That no, you know, nobody can, like, run in an easy way to come and help. And not close enough that they can run and go to the meeting. Seems like good logic. I like it. Cool. Are they just walking down the middle road? Just like, do, 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 do. Yeah, they are walking down the middle of the road. They're actually whistling and skipping. I'm going to assume you guys are behind them and following them. Yeah, we're like around a corner. That's my, Mm. I'm envisioning. Mm -hmm. Like maybe there's a building right on the the corner of that street. Super sneaky. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. And I make my own sneaky music, you know. They're all walking the same direction, so if I come up behind them... Yeah, they've shown no reason to think that they're being followed. Good, we're so sneaky. Okay, so I hop out from behind the building corner, and I poison spray them. What's the area of effect on your poison spray? What a great question. (laughs) One million feet. So glad you asked. There it is. Ten feet. Oh, it's only one creature, you guys. It's not a Hold on. I... Can do call lightning. Okay, I'm gonna do that. I I walk out from behind the building and I look up into the sky. It's a nice clear day. Doesn't matter. Uh, I focus my energy <laughs> on the point between them uh, and call forth a rain of lightning that comes down from the sky. Okay, so you call that down and they notice this storm cloud, but I still give them disadvantage because they don't know why the storm cloud's just appearing. Well, plus, why are they just looking up in the sky? Uh, what's the, is it dex? Yep. Yeah. They all take 4d10 damage. Indeed they do. All right, let's see what I can do here. 26. And they're all bloodied. I'm pretty sure they just all fall over dead. <laughs> <laughs> they're all first level characters, so... <laughs> They're the equivalents of babies. Congratulations, guys. No, <laughs> little baby wizard. You just killed babies. Just kidding. Little Light them up, baby wizard. Um, okay, so <laughs> no prisoners. They have been lit. You call forth this storm, and it starts brewing above the street, and the lightning strikes down between the three in the middle of the road, and the people that are just walking about the street run screaming as this lightning comes down and injures these three people. And the street quickly clears out as battle begins between you and the three members of the Fist of the Iron Dawn. The wizard uh, does look bloodied, but let's roll for initiative. 16. 8. 10. Remember to add your initiative bonuses if you didn't. Shit. Mm, 9. Didn't. I don't even remember what that is. Oh, that's a 3, so it's 19. Okay, Nulara, you're up first. Sweet. I pull out Flame Tongue. I whisper Mui Caliente, and I run and attempt to stab the wizard. No, I attempt to chop off the wizard's head with my flaming sword. I roll a 14, so it probably doesn't happen, but... 14 does not hit. Well, I try again. Okay. And that is a, God, math's hard, uh, 17. 17 will hit. Okay. So he, <laughs> come on. He gets 13 damage. Yay. Nice. Donnie immediately flies in, try and give him a little chompy chomp. Yeah. 
Uh, that is a 12, so he doesn't. But he looks really super intimidating in that new hat. Oh, that new hat is just baller. It's good. It's the wizard's turn now. Can we get a feeling about like how the wizard feels about the hat? Uh, the wizard looks <laughs> as this dragon is like flying by with a hat, and he's like, that is a damn fine hat. If he wasn't trying to kill me, I would befriend that dragon. Ooh. You know, that's kind of the feeling you get from his face. Mm. Yeah, because of the hat, obviously. <laughs> I don't like that Russ is about to use a spell. <laughs> he's got yeah. the eyes. Yikes. So he... Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Might not. Yeah, it might not. We might only have to take half damage because of some sort of saving throw. And I might get to re-roll a failed save. So. He's going to cast Mass Cure Wounds okay. on his on his brethren. He stole Amy's thing. Well, so lame. Get I, your own thing. I wrote it down before wizard. I knew what was happening with her thing. So no, you didn't. I did too. No, you did not. Whatever. So, well, which one is it, Russ? Did you or didn't you? Well, I guess we'll never know. Hey, hey, it's me, your dungeon master, Russ Moore. How's it going? Thank you for joining us for episode 12 of Dungeons and Dragons, this one titled Nothing Goes to Plan. It was another super fun episode to record, and we'll be entering a new story branch with some hopefully interesting baddies, so make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the fun and adventure coming down the pipes. The last couple weeks, we've received a bunch of great feedback through iTunes and Twitter, so thank you very much for taking such an interest in the show. We really, really appreciate it. A few folks I'd like to really thank uh, for spreading the word and making Dungeons & Dragons their pod of the week this last week are American Gods Cast on Twitter at Cast Gods and Film Roast on Twitter at Film Roast Show. American Gods Cast is hosted by Michael and Kyle who dedicate their podcast to the TV adaptation of Neil Gaiman's American Gods, bringing you show news and episode breakdowns. I've seen the pilot episode of the actual American Gods show and kept up with American Gods Cast Um, And it's a great show, and these guys pour their heart into it, so you should definitely check them out. And Film Roast is hosted by Hannah and Julia, who combine two of their favorite things, caffeine and discussing all things movies, which also, coincidentally enough, happen to be two of my favorite things. Hmm, it's always fun to find a different approach to movie news and reviews, so add them to your source for finding out about all things movies and caffeine. Need that too. Both shows, American Gods Cast and Film Roast, can be found on iTunes. A few of our own reviews and feedback from the last couple weeks. Cy Yule from Great Britain says, Great podcast. These guys know how to do a podcast. Really enjoyed them so far. Keep them coming. And on Twitter, at DLion93 says, At Dumb Dragons Cast, Hey guys, got a chance to finally listen to the first and second episode. Really enjoy it and can't wait to hear more. Hashtag D&D. Well, you're in for a treat because it just keeps getting better after those first couple episodes. That's what I think anyways. We will for sure be keeping them coming every other Wednesday for as long as we can and keep locked right here because we're trying to come up with new content ideas. So we're just working out the details of that and how best to deliver it to you. Another way you can support the show is to tell a friend, family member, coworker, or mail person about the show. More people you can get on board with your help just means we keep putting 100% into the show and trying to find new ways 
like I mentioned, to uh, make it grow and get you more things to listen to. Jump on over to Twitter and follow us at DumbDragonCast, where we'd love for you to join us and hear and talk about all the latest episodes and some other fun RPG and game-related news. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash dumbdragoncast, and you can also send us an email to dumbdragonpodcast at gmail.com. We read and respond to every email sent, so please do send us your thoughts and suggestions for the show. Episode 13 will be available May 24th, when I will have some news on a podcast crossover we are doing with Bros and Dragons podcast. A crossover? Everyone loves a crossover episode! Go check Bros and Dragons out on iTunes as well to see what they're up to. It's a much more cinematic adventure than what we do, so it brings a different aspect but they certainly sound like they have a lot of fun recording. In the meantime, keep spreading the good word of Dungeons and Dragons. Let's get back to the episode. We'll talk to you soon. So they look much better. So he does that, and then it is Flint's turn. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, yeah spring out from behind the building and... Take the old run up against, uh, what's his name there? Ogre's Crush? Alright, I'm going to bring my two-handed axe down at him with a very violent swing. Of course. And that is a 19. 19 will be good, yeah. Excellent. 10. And 1, but I get to re-roll that one because of my sweet skill. Yeah, you do! Yay, it was a 3. That's much better. Uh, and 4 is not a 1. So that's 17 damage on the first attack. And a, and saved pride. Right? Oh, so much pride. And that's another 19. So 19 there and 4 is 23 damage. Good one. It is now his turn. He's got. He pulls his uh, long sword and short sword, and he gets to make three attacks: two with the long sword, one with the short sword. That's stupid. <laughs> I agree. That's stupid. Uh, first one misses critically. Well, that's not stupid. Critically misses. No. Uh, the second one, however, is a fifteen. As the second longsword. Who is he fighting? He's fighting Flint. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then not good enough. Uh, and his short sword, he comes in, and that is a 22. Well, that hits. Uh, so you take five damage. Okay. And then it is Thea's turn. All right, well, I am just going to center also... my point here. Okay. So that new Lara is not caught in that five-foot radius. Between Solax and the wizard. Yes, so there is Solax and the wizard. You've seen it. Okay, uh, and it's um, you can make Constitution saving throws. Two of them. Hey, can I ask a question? Doing? Sorry, what I'm, about uh, what about what's his nuts? Doesn't he get a turn? You know, what's his nuts? Yeah. Our friend. Apparently, he he probably glory gem. Yeah. Less than an eight. He does get a turn. Uh, it's not his turn yet, though. Oh, yeah, sorry, because Thea went sneakily first. I thought we were back to her. No. So yeah. sorry. So, so Solax sorry. And, uh, Solax and Leonin still have a turn. Right. So I am calling lightning again. It lasts for ten minutes. Sure. Okay. So. Um, so And I can move a, my point of concentration to it's where It's a dex I or a constitution? Because um, last time I did dex and then you just told me to do constitution. Well, you did say dex for the first time. I oh. think I might have been right because I was just reading it off of the page. I think it's dex. Um, that's a natural 20 for the for the wizard. Well, good. And Get that out of the way. 
a not natural 20 for the for soul axe. So they take half damage. Okay. 14, so they each take seven damage. And then it is Solax's turn. Man, if I was friends with Solax, I would call him Solax to the max. Like, I would have all sorts of fun things. Yeah, I like it. Solax is going to run towards you, Thea. I do like that bring it on hands. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. get over here. He <laughs> is going to two-handed swing his axe at you. Okay, I wish I was wearing my better armor. He's, he gets uh, three attacks. Course the he first does. one, only an 11. Nice. Second one, uh, that is 18. Yep, that hits me. Third one, 25. Yep, that also So two hits get through to you. I don't like these characters with three attacks. Yeah, me neither. We got to get some more attacks, Flint. Yeah, we need more levels. I know. <laughs> we need some more levels. First damage is 13 damage. Okay. Second damage is uh, 13 damage. So you take 26 damage from his axe. And then it's Glory Jim's turn. Come on, Glory Jim. And he's going to run over Avenge and me. also attack uh, Solax. And they give um, a little look to each other like, oh, I fucking knew you were going to turn on me type of thing. Uh, uh, maybe a little bit of like, I've been waiting to do this for years yeah. type of. Um, and he's, he gets... Uh, Two attacks with his long sword and one with his short sword. Um, and the first attack, uh, going to hit. That's a 22 versus his AC. Second is an 11 versus his AC. That doesn't hit. And a 15. So only one long sword hits. That is 11 damage to Solax. And then it's Nulara's turn again. I'm going to stab this wizard some more. Oh! Natural 20. Oh, damn. Yes. 16 on my first rolls. Five, seven plus four is 11. What's that? 27 total. Yeah. Well, Did she murder the wizard? You can describe how you murder him because he's murdered. Or dead. Or dead. However you want to justify it. Just real. Just a real, simple, clean beheading. Sure. With my flaming sword. So it's it's actually a bit gruesome. It kind of like cauterizes like it. Oh, that just sounds like clean. There's a bit of a burning flesh smell, but it is like everything seals up. There's not a lot of spray or anything. So it's it's, it's a clean kill. Like picture Luke getting his hand chopped off at the end of Empire Strikes Back. That sort <laughs> exactly. of thing. Exactly. Exactly. It's very anti-Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you've got uh, more hits then. Uh, sweet. Yeah, I have another attack. So I guess. Oh, I don't know. Flint, have you hurt that? You've hurt that guy a bit, haven't you? Uh, I think I hurt him pretty good. Yeah. Oh, why don't you turn around and attack the back of Solax? He's yeah. Not, he's not. This is what I'm thinking. looking at you. Is he? Would that be like a little bit of an advantage yeah, you... for her? Yeah, I'm going to attack him. Uh, <laughs> not as exciting. Uh, but an 18. Those bonuses are so good. Uh, is that a hit? 18? Uh, 18 does hit, yes. Great. So that is a six plus three is nine. <laughs> These bonuses are greatest, and I wonder what that's like. <laughs> you got badass magic. It's I do. It's, it's fine. Uh, 14 damage on that. Then Donnie wants to get in on the action, too. Of course, yeah. Uh, and he rolls a 21. Jeez. Donnie. 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 Good work. 
Uh, and then he gets six damage, um, plus he needs to do a constitution saving throw. I know we've spelled Donnie Dew and NY, but in my head, we spell it like D-O-N and then a period and then like a capital E. Oh, very, I always... <laughs> very like... <laughs> like Chuck D. Y- yeah. yeah. But Donnie. Yeah. I like it. Don That's e. canon. That's how his name... That's what his name is. I like it. Um, Don he e. rolled a 20 on the constitution. Oh, so he's he's not paralyzed then. He's fine. No, he's good. Okay, so you're good. So the wizard's dead. So it's Flint's turn. Hooray! Dead wizards are the best kind. Build strong wizards for next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm still attacking, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Ogre's Crush. Yep. And that was a 17. 17 is good. Excellent. 10. And 11 is 21 and 4 is 25 on the first attack. Some good damage rolls so far. I like to be always impressed by by how good you guys are. Every time I'm like, oh, you're so good at this. I, I'm probably going to suffer so bad now. <laughs> He's noticeably bloodied at this point. Okay. Okay. I guess I'm going to uh, attack him again because we ain't taking no prisoners. And that is an 11. Thanks, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it is his turn now. He's going to hit Flint. That's a 20, not critical. Yup. Second one is a 17. Hey, and it's a slash, so I resisted because I get 18. Yes, you do. And that's a 13. So again, only one longsword. I bet it's a real ouchy one, though. It is an ouchy one. It's nine nine damage worth of ouchy. That's pretty ouchy. Thea, you're up. I am not going to rain lightning down upon us. We are all very close to one another. Yeah, cluster fighting. Um, so what I am going to do is, he's just like right in front of me, I'm going to poison spray him. Make a constitution saving throw. That's for Solax. He gets that constitution. That is a 14. Uh, mine is a 14. Oh, 16. So you're good then. Very good. So, um, instead of taking half, you're gonna you're just gonna take it all. Ooh, fifteen from my stinky hand. <laughs> well, I extend my hand out toward him, and a puff of noxious gas comes out from my palm. No, no, yeah, yeah, the old stink hand. Yeah, I got stink you. hand. That's a way more intimidating spell than poison spray. Yeah, I put it right in his face too, because he was really close to me. He was like axing me down. Yeah. I feel like I really touched his face, too. I was like, mm. So he is going to shield bash you, Thea. Of course he is. Uh, but I expect nothing less. Shield bash away, you bastard. Uh, that is a 25. Yes, that obviously And you have to me. make a strength saving throw. Nat 20. What? So you are not knocked prone. Damn, y'all. Just knowing you have that new armor on the way. Did you just, like, shove me back? I don't want to get into, like, a shoving yeah, fight. That's right. <laughs> so you can choose if you want to take a step back. Just be like, what? Or, you know. What you step to the Jump side. Back. What, what? <laughs> but you take 2d4 plus 4 bludgeoning damage. Oh, I do, do, do. 7 plus 1d6. It's 12 damage. And then he's going to swing his axe single-handed. Guys, I'm bloodied. At uh, <laughs> first swing at Glory Jim. For 17, which is enough to hit him. 
and he takes. But not enough to break his spirit. Not enough <laughs> to break his spirit. Ain't nobody gonna break his stride. <laughs> Nobody's gonna hold him down. So he takes ten damage. He's got to keep on moving. And then Nulara, you're going to take a second hit if I roll well. That's a twenty-four. That'll do it. Uh, you're gonna roll 150 dice. No, it's okay. He rolled three d6, and they all landed on one. <laughs> so you take seven damage. Seven damage. It's as low as it could be. Yep. Uh, Glory Gem's turn, and he's going to two-handed swing his longsword. Neither of those get through. So it's back to Nulara. Well, I guess that guy just stabbed me, so I'm going to try and stab him back. Yep. I will not. <laughs> Because okay. uh, I rolled a two, so that's an 11. So that won't do it. Second attack is a uh, 18. And 18 is good. Okay. Yep. 11 damage. Donnie comes in for the kill. And by kill, I mean probably an irritating bite. <laughs> but, but not even that, because he got an eight. Perfect. Flint. Well, I'm going to turn around and kick the shit out of Solax. That is a crit 20. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so here comes a lot of damage. Eight. And five is 13, so 17 on the first. Plus nine, 26. And four is 30 altogether. Woo! Did you just explode him? He is now bloodied. He's still alive. All right, here comes attack number two. Don't say that yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a 18. Which I believe hits. Yep. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, three. Boo. And 11. 14. And four is 18. And I'm going to action surge and take one more attack at him. Sure. Why not? I mean, you went in Rome, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that is a 17. Does 17 hit? No. 17 does oh, not hit. Boo. Oh, too bad for you. It is too bad for me. It's the second guy's turn. And he's going to... <laughs> Attack you. Uh, Ogre's I don't crush. feel bad Ogre's about crush. forgetting his name because now Russ can't even remember his name. Exactly. That's what I was like. Oh, these poor disposable characters. Like, why do I even bother writing down the dumb wizard's name? He was in the game for like two minutes of act of like in-game time. I thought he was going to be mean a big Elkin player. Elkin Silverkin? Me too. All depends, you know, what happens. Um, okay, so Ogre's Crush swings at you, Flint, with his longsword once. Yeah, one longsword hit. Like they're Excellent. Not, even, not even trying. Nine damage. I laugh it off like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. Well, so you guys are surrounding uh, Solax like he's the cool guy at the party. <laughs> Remind me never to go to this party. <laughs> no kidding. I am going to... I kind of feel like, like we've been killing a lot of people lately and we haven't been asking any questions. Just a wonder. True. We could keep one of them alive. Probably want to keep Solax. We try this every time and it never I know, works. it never works. But, but I mean, our intentions are there. Well, how about I do... You can just say that you want to keep him alive and then even if you drop him below, then he's he's incapacitated, but he won't be murder-faced. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to try a spell first. Hold person. So the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. Obviously. Oh, hold on a second. Okay. Uh, I am doing this to both of them. Solax gets 18. Fine. Ogre's Crush gets that's an 11. 
All right, so Ogre's Crush is paralyzed for the duration. One minute. So he, like, collapsed paralyzed? Um, It or... just says paralyzed for the duration. Cool. I'm imagining, like, maybe frozen. That seems more fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's concentration or up to one minute. Yep. Yes. Okay, uh, so it's Solax's turn, and he's going to swing hard at you. <laughs> to break my concentration. Okay, with the old... How do you know what breaks your concentration? <laughs> Getting stabbed. <laughs> yeah, but even then, it's like, if you're if you're a powerful spellcaster, you should be able to... True. To take a murder to, damage. Well, and... to take a hit and still maintain... Hold on, let me see. Right, like, I'm just wondering. How hard I have to hit you to drop your concentration? Yeah, there must be a threshold, right? Yes, there should be, like, a number. Casting another spell that requires concentration, mm-hmm. taking damage. Mm-hmm. Whenever you take damage while you are concentrating on a spell, you must take a constitution oh. saving throw to maintain your constitution. Well, well, DC well. DC equals 10 or half the damage you take, whichever number is higher. So you will so have to take... if I take 20 take, damage, I need to at least roll But a you're going to take three attacks, so you have to take... Make a constitution saving throw for, on for each, each attack. One. Okay. Uh, so the first one is a 22. Feck. Uh, and he's going to swing. Well, I might actually just die, 17. guys. Don't die. You're the one with the with the curing spell. I've been kind of forgetting about myself over here because there's a lot of us going on. But I, I've taken, taken 45 points of damage. That, did you make your oh. saving throw? Nat 20. Okay. <laughs> Is an 18. That's 19. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you doing there, Amy? I have nine hit points left. Yeah. Oh, I need to take my 15. We're good. Third one. Oh, that's an 11. He missed. Oof. I thought it was like 11 damage, and I was like, I just peed a little. Uh, Glory Jim is going to swing at him, though. Oh, that's an 18. That hits. Uh, first longsword. Second longsword hits with a 22. And third one is a crit 20. Whoa! So, on his short sword, he critted. So he gets 13 damage for his longsword. And then he critted on his short sword. So he gets 36. Which is enough. So Solax is struck down by Glory Gem in the middle of the street. That seems fitting. Uh, and Lara, you are up. And Ogre's Crush, he is paralyzed. He, yeah, he can't do anything. Oh. Do you want to maybe like tie him up or something? We could. Yeah, okay. We could maybe ask him some questions. Are, are, there, any, are there any rivers nearby? <laughs> <laughs> Always on my mind. I tie him up, hand and foot. Handily. Yep. And then we can just question him. Um, Should we maybe drag him off to the side down a back alley somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. As you are tying him up, throughout the fight, obviously, the streets have cleared. People have run uh, from what is happening. But you hear the march of a lot of, of people, the very heavy military cadence of feet marching down the street. Um, And you hear someone at the front call out, stop what you're doing in the name of the Axe of Mirabar. And you turn and you see the military forces of Mirabar bookending this street that you're on. Guys, this does not look good for us.
Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sure, I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um... They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah! New text post on Thursday, May 21st. Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom... Who wants to read my 5,000-word essay, Garrett, last name, Secret Werewolf? I'm Kate, by the way. They kiss? I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But this way... I met you. Me and Day You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.